Hi, and welcome to Moral High Ground, where we find out what is morally right. I've been pondering, is judgment, is judging people, I should say, morally right? Passing judgment is wrong, even though it's a natural instinct to pass judgment on things on a primitive level to where we can make sure that we're protected you know from whatever enemy or threat that comes our way so yes we want to adjust things and make sure that we're safe and our family's safe but in some cases passing judgment is just wrong especially when you don't know nobody and you're starting to meet them you know you can't just pass judgment based off a couple words or hanging around somebody a couple times maybe you can some cases you can right away you can say okay this person's full of it you know but in some cases you just see a person when you're walking by and you just automatically assume that there's something that they're not or whatever without getting to know them you're passing judgment and in that case that's when passing judgment becomes negative because you haven't took the time to get to know the person, to talk to the person, to get to understand where they're coming from, and understand if you have something in common that might make you uh, connected to that individual. You know, a person could be, you know, you never know, it could be a savior of the world, or it could be the person that's supposed to, you know, heal the world or unite people, you never know. Everyone has that opportunity, that chance to be the greatest person. So, with that being said, it's best to try to, you know, like I said before, reach people on their level. But you want to be able to sit back and say, okay, I understand this person. I consider them to be a good friend. I consider them to be loyal, honest, and respectful towards me. Now, it's not going to happen like that 100% of the time. Because most people choose to hide who they are or they pretend to be something that they're not because they don't like the life the way they got it or it was chosen for them or the decisions that they made that was ultimately bad. And so I say that passing judgment needs to be thought about in a different way where you hang around somebody this person isn't right for me to hang around. And in that sense, that's the only way to pass judgment. If you spend time and you realize this person is unstable or has some kind of issue that you need to back away from to protect yourself, that's when judgment is needed. But just a common-based judgment, the way people do in the world nowadays, based people on what they say or how they look or where they come from, what their skin color is is the ultimate form of hatred and so using judgment to do these things or the diluted judgment I would like to say to do these things makes a person ugly inside ultimately dark and wicked and the moral part comes from Jesus himself Jesus says not to pass judgment but to have mercy so you have to have mercy upon the people you see. Because Jesus said again when he died on the cross, forgive them God for they know not what they do. And 
people don't know what they're doing. They don't know who they are at the time. Like I said, sometimes they need people like you or people out there who has a good ear and a good heart to be able to guide them into the right way and lead them to the light. And you can't be led anywhere if you're being belittled or humiliated. People, Some people who are codependent, clingy, you know, these people want to be people's friends, but they're not. They're the enemy. Because ultimately, they want a person to side with them and do what they want them to do. Because they lack, um, how can I say this? I can't say empathy, but they lack a form of self-assurance and they lack a form of, of, uh, you know, they just lack a need of trying to truly understand themselves. And so to make themselves feel better, they cling to people to try to say, hey, I'm I'm a person. They take the friendship valuable because without it, they feel lesser than themselves. And so they will try to befriend people with the intent to try to break them down when they feel the need that these persons are irrelevant to them or just to cause mayhem so they feel, you know, addressed in a, you know, accordingly in a certain way. But these people ultimately destruct themselves if the person that they're trying to manipulate or cling to doesn't agree with them they ultimately make themselves look like fools and I had a recent issue like this with a, with a certain person where they came out very friendly I was cool with them and I treated them like family but the individual decided it's a good idea to try to disrespect me and try to act like I'm less intelligent to understand that they're disrespecting me and stuff. But with me, I kind of let people hang themselves before I stopped talking to them. So everything this person was doing, thinking that someone's dumb or whatever, I'm just sitting there like, this fool really doesn't understand who he's talking to, (laughs) you know? And so when I cut this individual off, the side of clinginess popped up real quick, the codependency. And that person's like, why are you talking to me? And the reason behind this person freaking out was even more odd because all I was trying to do is take care of myself and get a job. And, you know, with the hell we went through with COVID, I needed to support myself. And this person act like, I'm not supposed to work. I'm supposed to hang around them. They're out they mind. <laughs> that makes you my enemy. Because a person's ultimate goal is to try to survive at all costs. No matter what happens in life, you must try to always achieve greatness. And you can never let someone back you down, make you waver, or ultimately make a decision that will damage your life or put you in a situation that will threaten your life. And so I let this person, leave this person alone, and this person kept running around doing things when I wasn't around. I'm going to work. This person's texting me, oh, come outside and all this crap. Like, you're irrelevant to the time I told you I work. You know, to the point where I said, what point, I said, what part don't you understand that I work on the weekends? You know, this person looks stupid. You know I work on weekends. You want me to pick my job over you, and I don't do that. And, I'm, and the top of the fact is this person was a male, 
makes me mad because it's like, okay, are you homosexual? Because you act like you need someone to be around you. Like you need to be around another guy. Me personally, I don't care if it's a man or a woman, if you're spending too much time with me and you're not giving me opportunity to do the things I like or create things because I create stuff or I wouldn't have this podcast. And I automatically was like, start saying, okay, slowly backing away bit by bit until I said, okay, I can't be around this person. And the thing that was odd is I go to work, work my ass off 12 hours a day, four days a week, come home, and all my neighbors hate me all of a sudden. All these people hate me all of a sudden. And there's this individual telling me, calling me, talking about, oh, your friends are outside in this park. You should come out there. Those are not my friends. If I can't remember a person's name, they can't be my friend. Okay? If a person's sitting there and they're doing all these things, I can't be that, you know, I'm not their friend. You know, if you're going to sit there and, and try to make someone's personal business other people's business and you don't know those people, and there's something wrong with you, and you should need to leave the person alone. And that's what happened. This person decided it's a good idea to take my personal business, go out and tell a bunch of people that I don't even know like that, that, oh, this person owes this much in back rent. None of your fucking business. It's none of their fucking business. You know, and if you were a real friend, you wouldn't have told these people, you know. And so that's when judgment comes in, to where you say, hey, this person is not right. Need to leave these people alone. And see, the reason why I bring this up, this whole story up, is because it took me time to understand this person, to see them for who they really are. The person was a racist, a hypocrite, you know, uh, confused, you know, um, a person that thinks they know everything but knows nothing and has no real life experiences whatsoever but was willing to judge everything that I experienced in life like as if I was lying to try to impress people and that's a problem I have ultimately in society because people automatically assume I don't you know I ain't lived the life I'm talking about whatever but I have a reason to lie nor do I have a reason to impress either way it comes I'm going to spend most of the time by myself and with my God in the spirit world because that's where I come from and I'm not going to waste my time trying to impress people. Either you like me or you don't. You know, but because people are so hung up with all these weird concepts of the world, they can't try to sit back and understand a person that's more laid back and more, how can I say this? Uh, I want to say self assured. You know, someone that's very pious in a way to where. They separate themselves from all these things in the world. And that's the ultimate thing, you know. People want to try to break down someone's character. And they get joy in it. You see it so many times on the internet where they break people down, make them cry. If they did something they don't like them, they berate them, you know. And you see it so many times in society. And ultimately, people that get berated, you know. Some people aren't strong enough. And they ultimately commit suicide, like recently, with uh, someone I currently know. The problem I see with this, all this, is the fact that these people are so miserable. They have nothing else better to do but to harass somebody else. And 
the way they do it is through judgment. They want to judge these people. They want to make them, you know, make the, whatever's going on in their life look bad. When ultimately none of that is true, you know. And then they never, people never take the time to look at the person that's telling them the message. Sometimes the person that's telling you something isn't the person that's the person you should trust or believe in their word. You know, they ultimately go around looking for chaos. So it's, it's obvious that they would make a normal situation and make it look ugly. And that's just horrible because it stops people from growing. It stunts them, and it ultimately wastes time. It takes a person time to get over things. Some people, it takes a lifetime. And I think it's a, it's a stunning, you know, a way to stop someone, to block them from doing things that can better their lives. You know, judgment should be made in the sense, like I said, of understanding. If you can't understand somebody or take the time to get to know somebody, then you shouldn't pass judgment at all. You should just wait until you say something, you know, to the person and see where it goes from there. I had a current situation at work, and I'm fairly new still. You know, damn near a month already. You know, money even, you know, after this week, it'd be a month. But this woman, I tried to say hi to her a bunch of times. Uh, you know, kind of older, thicker lady. Uh, like, want to be goth at her age is weird. But I simply, hey, how you doing? You know, smiles, hi a couple times. Woman totally ignores me today. I hear her say to somebody, oh, that guy, that guy's mean. He's, he's bad, isn't it? Just look at him. And I look over like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, <laughs> if I was mean, I would have never tried to say hi. You know what I'm saying? Or I would have never tried to walk up and approach her in a positive manner. But because she was cut off and didn't want to talk to me, it automatically assumes that she wants to make me look bad because she doesn't like, I don't know, the way I look, the way I carry myself, or whatever the hell, you know? But... Who knows? You know, sometimes I think when people do this, especially the new phrase, Karen, you know, when these people do these things that they ultimately are belittling somebody that might jump in the middle of a fire just to save their lives. When the people that they're talking to will sit back and just watch or laugh, you know, because like I said, everybody has the opportunity to become a hero, a savior, the, the leader of a free world. You know, everyone has this opportunity to change the world. And you have to think like that. This person could be the new savior of the planet. And you belittle them straight off the bat without even understanding where they come from. And so this happens not just in theory, but it happened through history. With so many saints, they died, they lived and died in the name of God. You know, that's why we call them saints. They died in the name of, they died for God. They pretty much became martyrs. They uh, sacrificed themselves to prove that God was real. And we have so many other people, leaders that tried to lead people in good causes, positive causes, that were taken out. You know, I'm not going to go into the cult thing because that's just crazy. But because there's the same kind of scenario if you want to bring up Waco or something like that. But in a good sense, the positive sense, 
these people like Martin Luther King or you know like I said Jesus so, so many people sacrifice themselves for the greater good now that's better than even just the way you say it if you say it it sounds good I'll sacrifice myself for the greater good you know for greater good of humanity the question I ask people time to time is would you die to change everything on this planet would you die to make sure everybody was positive everybody got happiness and love in their life would you die to make sure that humanity will always live and be able to succeed and love each other and people say no. They wouldn't because they hate humanity. Me, I thought about this a lot, and I would. Why would I do this? Because of one word, hope. I constantly try to do positive things based off the hope that humanity can change, based off the hope that there's good in people's hearts, based off the hope that the world could change one day and based off the hope that the next generation to come will be able to guide humanity into a prosperous future and these things mean so much and if you think about it yes this is why Jesus cried in the garden of Gethsemane praying to God because he didn't really want to sacrifice himself and he knew he had to but the ultimate problem with it was and why he had to pray was because he seen the sickness of humanity he went out there and healed the weak he brought back the dead he fed those that were starving to death we're talking about thousands of people starving you know we he changed the world by looking at it seeing the disgusting nature of how humanity treats itself and we're talking about a time where it's not even close to as chaotic as it is now. Not with the technological advances we have now. You know, which makes it even more chaotic. You know, if you want to think of it that way. But, you just like to think about it though. A time period where no technology, wasn't no guns, but yet people still were wicked and evil. Even before Jesus popped on the scene, it happened with Noah. The world was so chaotic, and there's so many things that was drowned out by the flood that we don't know what the real world was before. We only know what it was after. And all our history is based off of what happened after the flood. And you can say, oh, the flood's made up. But over 200 different cultures around the planet talk of a man in a boat with his family that settled down on their island or land and created their people. Hawaii's got one. Japan has one. They said a man came from China. There's so many other people, people I should say, <laughs> slip a tongue, but so many people who believe that a guy in a boat came and settled down and made their people. So with that being said, if 200 different cultures believe this, that it actually happened, Regardless of the, you know, unbelievable things that supposedly happened with 5,670 or 47 species. This is this the fact that here's a boat sell to people. Everyone has that story. So it happened. Okay. And the part that everyone misses is there was a world 
God created before this flood that was washed away. So what was in that world? We don't know. But when it comes to my belief system, or my way of thinking, is I believe that most of the things we believe in, people believe in religion and mythology were the things that was actually here on earth before the flood. Now you can go, okay, dragons don't exist. But once again, so many cultures know what the word dragon is and what a dragon is. And in my mind, dragons are dinosaurs because that's what they were called before 1812. 1812, they changed the name from dragon to dinosaur which means terrible thunder lizard and it's just like okay so now they've got a different name so the, the word dragon was irrelevant and it doesn't exist but think about all these gods you know even the bible talks about nephilims which were giants uh, myths of men are renowned which means people who believe in mythology you know so with that being said, you're automatically told that people that believe in mythology worship these Nephilims, these half-human, half-angel creatures. And because they believe in mythology, we know mythologies of the world to be Greek mythology, Roman mythology, which is actually the same mythology as Greek mythology. Then you got the Norse gods, you got the Asian gods, the Thais, and then you got, you know, I mean, go on and on and on. And there's so many things, but these parts of the world was all wiped out. And what we got is the remainder. And the remainder was whatever was left behind. And so, there's a whole mystery on earth that no one thinks about trying to look for. And that's the stuff that was before the flood. You know, people talk about looking for the Holy Grail. They talk about looking for the Ark of the Covenant. They talk about looking for all these different artifacts. You know, finding things like the Dead Sea Strolls, and that ain't good enough for some people. You know, so, and then giant bones, they're looking for giant bones, and so many different things. And so, ultimately, they pass judgment and try to discredit all this stuff. But I implore you to try to research it and understand it, because, once again, passing judgment is wrong until you understand the person or the thing and get to know the thing or the person and with this aspect or <laughs> I can't even talk but with this concept you know you have to think that a lot of stuff in our history our belief systems our mythology our philosophy has some kind of truth to it some kind of wisdom ancient wisdom that we've all lost in manhood and society. And so, with that being said, I think it's best to learn for yourself, to understand all that stuff for yourself before passing judgment and discrediting it because society says, this is wrong, this isn't right, you know, we shouldn't learn this, or these people are meant to telling us this, to brainwash us this way, especially when they automatically fall for the brainwashing that has to come from the United States government and the media meaning the news you know so I mean just open your mind up don't pass judgment and like Jesus says have mercy you know don't pass judgment have mercy you know and ultimately try to understand the world you live in 
and the people that are in your life. With that being said, my name is Shelby Lee Kyles, and this is Moral High Ground. Peace be with you all, and blessings upon you.